Welcome back to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi, and I have Kendra back. I'm so excited. Yes! (laughs) So, so, so happy. Because we always have a good time, uh, just in general, yes, on our last last review, but also just (laughs) we talk to each other every week. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So, episode 14, oh my gosh, I know I should have the title of the episode, but I forgot to get it. (laughs) Uh, I think I forgot to... We'll figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll figure it out. In the meantime, episode, we don't have a title yet. What were your thoughts on it? Uh... That was so I thought the episode flowed pretty good and I'm surprised because I've been disappointed lately except for the last episode but it everything was lining up pretty good yeah 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 and I just got the just got the title it's ready or not okay so it's ready or not uh and I agree I feel like lately it's just been, and I we've talked about this, but like with the the breaks, uh, and we obviously understand the breaks because they were shooting in the middle of a pandemic, and they've wrapped. By the way, so congrats yes. to them for wrapping and in shooting a whole season of a show in the middle of a pandemic and still getting you know starting basically. I mean, they they pushed it back a couple of months, but like you know, start to finish with no major, like we had that month and a half break, but there was no, like, I know some shows got like three month breaks. So for them to, to, you know, work so hard and and get these episodes out to us, um, bravo to them and props to them. And and so grateful. Uh, With that being said, some of the middle of the season was a little bit choppy. (laughs) Oh man. I I think I just want to write some of it out of my my memory bank <laughs> I do I think there's about five episodes where it's like I really just <laughs> I just want to erase it <laughs> and yeah Kendra I promised myself that I was like I'm not gonna laugh hard at this one so I don't have to like edit it out <laughs> you <laughs> not like erase it from your memory I, yeah uh, it was in Here's the thing. I didn't think that they were, I didn't think that they were bad. I thought that they were all good, but I felt like this episode, for the first time, it felt like, okay, we're starting to get back to sort of like the normal quality All-American that we're used to, if that makes sense. And I feel like the last episode we had that was that quality and that like focused, uh, even though there was a lot going on, was uh, Testify right about lives lives variety and so but yeah yeah so <laughs> just with all that being said <laughs> we've talked about just it everything from the actual storylines to the dialogue yep. to the writing to the <laughs> down to the the props wardrobes and uh uh the acting you know everything was i think <laughs> more put together Mm-hmm. and didn't seem hurried and then, like you said before the editing didn't look like a, a rushed editing process no yeah and everything made sense like the character interactions made sense I know there was some questions last time like what does you know as far as relationships on the show go like where are Layla and Olivia where are Layla uh 
yeah, where are Layla and Spencer? Where are Spencer and Coop? Where's uh, Spencer and Olivia? Like just so many questions because we, you know, we get scenes with some and then we don't get scenes with others. And then like the very next episode, they could be like acting like total strangers, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And so this one felt like all of the character interactions made sense. We got to see what you you know I'm going to talk about. We got finally got to see Layla and Coop interacting with people who weren't each other. (laughs) Right. Which was just refreshing. There was no Asher, Vanessa, or JJ. (laughs) Oh, I I was so happy. And that's one of the reasons why I think the episode flowed better. (laughs) Yeah. No, I agree. Because it was just like, all right, we're focusing sort of like on the you know, no offense to them, but we're focusing on the core, the main, the main right. people. And you know what? Now that you say that, I'm just like, this was more family-centered and thinking about some of the, the, you know, the other episodes in like season one, season two, it, it felt good to get back to those like family storylines too. It did. Because I felt like yeah. that, it in a way, it felt like we were coming back to All-American, like just because it was centered around family too. Yeah, they they definitely had a family theme, yeah. uh, especially with the Bakers. Uh, you know, with not jumping ahead, but with, no, you're uh, good. With Laura's Laura's mom coming. Yeah, visit. what's her name? Wendy. Yeah, Wendy from the Wendy City. Wendy, Wendy. <laughs> yes, Wendy Fine. I always find it hilarious that her last name is Fine. That's an aside. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we're, yes. People, we're going to get to the reviews. <laughs> starting out the episode, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, starting out the episode, we see Spencer and Jordan. And Spencer's working out, and you know, Jordan, uh, Spencer was like angry off the bat <laughs> for what? Yeah, it kind of reminded me of old Spencer. I was like, yeah, that's probably why I, I like felt that. like All America too. It's because Spencer, we weren't even two seconds in. Spencer's already yelling at. Jordan, like, did you go and visit Dr. Spears? And Jordan, with his little nicknames, talking about some Dr. S. Yeah, he's like, Dr. S? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And we saw that Jordan did, you know, go and visit him. And actually, I think he said visit him twice. At first, I thought he was lying. But then he started to talk. And he was just like, yeah, he said... um, you know, doing things that like bring me joy or whatever, whatever he said. Uh, he said that can heal me faster. And I was just like, mm. so Dr. Spears is co-signing on this. Okay. Right. Yeah. I noticed that too. I thought he was lying too at first. At but first, then, but then it just seemed like it was, he was telling the truth. Yeah. Spencer looked like he, like he was getting told the truth. So I, I said, well, I guess if he takes it, then I'll take it as the truth. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so they do whatever they're doing, exercising or whatever. And then we see Billy Baker. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious because the day that I dropped yes. the video about him being a trash father. I noticed that, yeah. (laughs) The day that we get this episode where he's kind of sort of not being a trash father, he's over here making Laura some lunch or a snack or whatever, giving Liv some donuts specially made for her. Her face like lit up with these donuts. He's uh, calling Laura's mom to come visit, making mimosas for Laura's mom, ensuring that Liv is okay, and getting GW, who he doesn't even talk to that much, to 
to drive Liv to school. I was just like, who are you? And what have you done with Billy? And see, this is where I think that there's a difference in the writers. So maybe it was a difference in whoever wrote this particular, or maybe not, maybe not. Because he, Billy has had, okay, was it episode nine? Nine, After 10, he was prompted, 11, 12, but I feel like 13. unprompted. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's true. He he had that moment in nine where he gave the voicemail, but like I was very shocked just to see off the bat, you know, Laura's not telling him, you know, check on Liv. Like, yeah, there Grace is not telling him to check on his kid. I don't know. It was just really weird to see him do all of this stuff unprompted. Right. So five five episodes. <laughs> We're still stuck on that because this yeah, it felt like a return of <laughs> like a return. I'll leave it at that. But to okay. your point, the writer who I think is Jamal or Jamil Turner, something like that. Um, you can tell he's black, and I thought that just watching the thing because there were too many nuances in the dialogue. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm jumping all around here, but, and we'll get to all of these things, but between, you know, the plastic on GW's couch, uh, <laughs> Grace saying, thank you, Jesus, like when, when uh, Spencer got that scholarship, um, Spencer making the Huey, Huey from the Boondocks joke, uh, Jabari saying, look at God, like, I don't know, there's yeah, just that's right. <laughs> too many things in the show, the greens and the yams, even though that food looked totally uncooked. <laughs> <laughs> it was just i was just like a black writer had to write it just like the dialogue was flowing easier like i don't know it was just this was and, the one this was the episode and maybe that's why i said i i enjoy the dialogue better i didn't even really i did notice some of those things but well mainly the props not the actual dialogue but mm-hmm. um and maybe that's why i enjoyed it because it was f- more familiar to me. Yeah. Then, yeah. like I said, some of the other dialogue I know in the past where I've had an issue with, and I'm like, a teenager would never say that. Or, exactly. you know, Spencer would never say that. I don't even know why they put that in there. So, For sure, for sure. And which is, again, like the small things like Spencer making a joke about the boondocks is this is what young black men talk about is the right like this is part of black culture so it was it was nice to to see those little nuances put in the put in the script and put in the dialogue and even in the set design for uh gw's house um what were we talking about oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) um billy b actually being a father and a husband yes uh and, and inviting laura's mom wendy we found and i'm not gonna lie i expected wendy to be completely different than what she turned out to be i didn't know what to expect but i like wendy same she came in started like giving advice fixing things talking about talking about sex (laughs) yeah she was like okay (laughs) we had enough (laughs) i was like you're five minutes in and you already all up in their business um okay grandma (laughs) it sounded it seemed like she loved billy more than laura loved billy it's true and this is so true (laughs) this is so true and we saw that between her her and laura like 
they, you know, as we saw, have two different views of the criminal justice system, which she called the criminal legal system for a reason. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that 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 was something new. I've never heard before, heard it like that before. And it really got me to thinking about, you know, how I view the justice quote <laughs> system. Yeah. yeah. No, and it, the thing is, I have heard it before, but um yeah i was just very surprised that they put that in the in the episode and i think it's so true and it makes us think about things in a different way because it really isn't right it really isn't a justice system it there are legal codes and that's why people talk about codifying things into law because like law can be changed and yeah law can be leveraged and (laughs) there are lawyers for a reason Um, so i appreciated that view she had a very like real real view whereas we saw that laura was more hopeful i think mm-hmm. um and a little bit more like trusting maybe of that she could make a difference whereas her mom was had just a i don't know if it's a deeper understanding but just like a more seasoned understanding because she had more experience um about what it would take to get this uh to get the police in in uh indicted and i wonder if i don't know how long she had been in chicago mm-hmm. right she was in chicago right yeah chicago okay so i don't know how long she had been working or did her legal work in chicago but maybe there's a difference in how they view things cuz laura's primary district or whatever was in Los Angeles, Beverly yeah. Hills, the the you know suburbs. No, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and there's a huge, huge difference. And it it maybe. is, and and I I just want to see more of her. I think she brings an interesting perspective for the other characters. Actually, I do. I want her to come back. Yeah, I, I want her to come back. I'm like, she better not be here for just one episode. If we're seeing Ashy Asher's parents all the time. And it's 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 good for Laura because good for Laura's character because I always I was kind of looking at Laura like a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't we didn't really have there was like I I call her you know to, her her character was too pristine too clean yeah but there wasn't too much going on we didn't yeah. know too much about her, her I mean we knew a little bit about her background but not any of her family members and and it's like okay this gives her a little more substance yeah for sure for sure um and we'll as always go a little bit out of order here uh talking about Liv's potential indictment which I'm gonna be honest I it wasn't that big of a deal to me (laughs) right (laughs) because <laughs> it lasted like a, you know a couple seconds we didn't hear about it until sort of like halfway into the episode and then by the the end of the episode it was resolved and so i know you know people were freaking out on the t- twitter timeline but i'm like it's you know in the grand scheme of things based on what Liv has been through just in the past five episodes as we've yeah. talked about this is nothing right <laughs> and i knew they were gonna I knew they were going to clean it up somehow by the end of the episode because they weren't going to drag it out another. Yeah, yeah that would have been too episode. much. And Laura and Liv finally had a conversation about, you know, how they view the world and and 
had a good, a good, you know, lengthy for, for the show kind of See, conversation. I was so caught up in the moment in the dialogue. I've been wanting them to have a conversation and here they had one and I didn't even say anything about it. Like it didn't even, it just flowed. It so went over well. your head because there was yeah. so, but yeah. Yeah. Because it was just like, okay, this fits. Like this makes sense that they're having this conversation right now. Yeah. Didn't even realize I hadn't said anything about them not having a conversation because they have one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is interesting too. Just quick point on the indictment thing. I, some people I saw were saying that Liv uh, was, you know, that she was impulsive. And I just, I, 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 sorry, but I disagree with that. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I respectfully disagree with that sentiment. Even when she was right, we saw her and she was just like, oh, I'm going to turn myself in. What did she say right after that? She said, I talked to Grandma Wendy and she took me through the process of what that would mean. And at worst, I would get a fine. And so, yes, you know, maybe the act of turning herself in maybe was impulsive, but it's not like she didn't think through what that would mean for her. Right. I don't think she was impulsive. I just, yeah. But the people are, you know, based on recent events. Yeah, yeah. Based on <laughs> I have a very events. interesting view of Liv and I had to, I had to get that one off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> like Liv is not impulsive. Spencer is impulsive. Yes. Liv is yes. not impulsive. She does things, but she thinks them through even if, and th- th- that's the other thing I wanted to say is like making a quick decision is not the same as being impulsive. If you're thinking through a quick decision, then that's just a quick decision. But you know, if you're actually being impulsive without thinking things through, that's that's being impulsive. But when she does things, she's willing to accept the consequences. Yeah. It's yeah. not, she doesn't necessarily like the consequences, but she's willing to take them. Yeah. Whereas someone else would try to maybe backtrack or get out of them, but she, mm-hmm. she accepts what she does. Yeah. And yeah, that, that point too, because there's been a lot, uh, some conversation around that too. And I'm not one who ever thought that Liv wasn't accountable, like for her actions. I, you know, I feel like in season one, even if she maybe immediately in the moment may have side some sidestepped some stuff or something like that, she would always come back maybe like the episode later and apologize um and own up to her part in it so i'm not really the vein that uh that she's not accountable oh she's definitely accountable <laughs> this yeah basically and <laughs> live on this podcast and don't come for <laughs> oh yeah i all day i i have no issues with what she did no. <laughs> none, none whatsoever uh and li- little tidbit here is uh it was really cute to see jordan and, and Liv finally have a conversation it was just a family episode and i loved it almost all the conversations that needed to be had were had yeah <laughs> almost and even some that like didn't necessarily need to be had but was just nice to see because we don't get to see it often going back to jordan live going back to like billy being an actual father and doing things for his family like foreign concepts yes <laughs> this season um barring some like national emergency 
Uh, anyway, so that was that was the whole uh, baker or half of the. Should we touch? Maybe okay. Well, since we're talking about the bakers, we'll also touch on Billy and GW and uh, GW co-signed Jamone. <laughs> I right. was shocked. An episode ago, he didn't even know her name, and now he's just like, I guess all it took was hearing. Jordan talked about how in love he was, and that reminded him of his late yes. wife. Yep. Mary, right? Yeah, Mary. What did you think about that? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, going back to the writers, <laughs> the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when they have different writers, the characters will flip-flop or get out of character. Yeah you know, character will get out of character. So hopefully it stays consistent because mm-hmm. GW hasn't been the most pleasant person and he actually seemed more tolerable this episode. Yeah. Like lovable, even. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah he was running, that, going, yeah. getting his food and stuff. Yeah. Like, and maybe that's the nature of, I, I don't know if we've said this on the podcast, but it was uh, NK said the you know the showrunner said that she's not really a fan of having someone be just a villain that's right that's without, right without without redeeming him and or or them <laughs> i'm specifically talking about gw now but without redeeming him and so with gw he's been on the show now long enough where it was like we never you know besides his sort of interactions with jordan which again was a little iffy because he tried to get tried to get Jordan to give him some money but yeah <laughs> besides his interactions with Jordan we haven't really seen him be like a character that we root for um in this episode turned it in a- around in a way that made sense like you know maybe arguments could be made that oh you know why didn't they talk about Billy's mom earlier in the season but I don't know it just felt it felt connected and it good, felt good like yeah, good timing to sort of touch on touch on what actually happened with Billy's mom. And I, yeah, just again, props to the writer because it, it made sense. It made sense that it, this was the episode that they talked about it. And then, and then going back to the original question you asked me about GW and how he felt about um, Jordan and Simone. He's really always kind of been a fan of Jordan anyway I mean he gives him he's he's rough on him but he's not you know he's he he loves Jordan for sure um and he's 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 a fan of pushing him him to greatness yeah yeah Yeah, he pushes him yeah yeah no that's a good point that's a good point so exiting out of the Baker slash fine household (laughs) (laughs) um Let's go on to the storyline that is, you know, your chosen family, which is the Coop's 18th birthday story. Okay. Um, the flashbacks, wow. The flashbacks were something else, not going to lie. Yeah, see, that's another thing. that This, this episode had so much. Yeah. So much in it. And yeah. I kind of wanted to cry a little bit. <laughs> Seriously, when, when Sean part. was talking about being alive. Yes, but you know what? That's our reality. 
Yeah. That's our reality. Young black men, you know, are at risk of dying before they before they even see adulthood. Yeah. So yeah. like yeah, I, I I make it a point to in my family that we all celebrate every year of life because mm-hmm. you know we're on borrowed time truly truly and I don't know if it was like this for you but when you know I saw these flashbacks and specifically that moment where Sean said you know I want to be alive it just took me back to season one yes and thinking about how he almost made it out (sighs) oh my goodness (laughs) all right and uh, I, I'm yes, I'm gonna applaud the writing again for this when Monda don't come for me. <laughs> and I guess, but you know what? At the same time, when we look at Sean, what he said was, even though I, I know, I know, I said that you know, it's a it's a blessing to to reach the age as a young black male, the age of eighteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Sean already had in his mind at a young age. I'm I'm just surviving. Yeah. And you could that was apparent in season one that he carried himself as if it was at that last minute that he like you say he made a decision he was gonna Ugh. he was gonna get out and he was gonna make a life for his dry on this yeah, podcast. Like, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> he, but he it's so true. Him. It's like we talk about Spencer carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders and Sean carried it in a different way. Like you're you're absolutely right in the sense that he that last episode when he was he let himself be happy, almost carefree for a second. He like mm-hmm. let himself dream and yep. envision a better life. Ugh. Ugh. Oh yeah. Yeah. to be taken away. Like, yeah, this the flashbacks and specifically that that line that line got me um definitely that is definitely a a black writer writing that yeah if we feel it and they wrote it like that and we understood it then that was definitely yeah you can do <laughs> yeah now i gotta like t- now i gotta share a joke because we gotta like <laughs> i know shift <laughs> energies <laughs> no but can we talk about why was sean's like young sean so short like shorter than <laughs> i was very confused about that because in previous flashbacks we've seen they were like the same height right <laughs> right is that the same but is that the same spencer um i don't think so i think they got because i thought maybe that was the same spencer from the little clip that coop did a couple episodes ago but i don't know i don't think it was the same spencer from like the season one flashbacks that we saw the other thing is sorry at this point coop coop visiting um sean's sean's grave which um monda was right about uh coop visiting sean sean's grave she was talking about like visiting his daughter and it was a touching moment, but also I was just like, Coop, you ain't never mentioned this daughter. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it was one of those things where okay she, <laughs> we didn't see whatever it is that exactly uh, she says she's been doing <laughs> it's like you can't just be bringing this up like two seasons later like <laughs> that's a shoehorn thing that was a lot but the the, the joy pain sunshine rain thing was just so uh, it was it was it was nice it was nice and we saw Coop being reflective of that and and Spencer too and I'm gonna touch I'm gonna real quickly hop to like Layla and Preach and then come back to the Coop birthday storyline but obviously Layla and Preach had this thing where they were trying to figure out what to do for Coop and she was just like that was weird a little bit to me like when the flowers came and she was like thank you I was just like is she saying (laughs) thank you to Layla at first (laughs) because it was like right when she sat down like I don't (laughs) know It was like simultaneously, like the flowers came and Layla sat down at the same time. And then they were just like, oh, you didn't tell me it was your birthday. And I'm like, wait, how does Preach not know Coop's birthday? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're supposed to be, supposed to be. Uh, they were in a gang together. Out. Yeah, in a gang. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, that one was a little bit of a stretch for me where I was just like, Preach doesn't know Coop's birthday. I don't know. It was interesting. I don't know. I guess, uh, yeah. yeah. It just seemed, it just seemed a little bit. Well, little I bit. guess I could kind of see it. I could kind of see it. I can kind of see it, but. Um, cause it maybe... was just funny that both of them didn't know. And I'm like, y'all spend every day together because you ain't been in no other scenes with nobody. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I don't understand how you don't know it's her birthday, but that's fine. Uh, it, as we know, the flowers were from patients, um, and then they were trying to figure out like what to do for her party. Uh, what else? Yeah, they were just like, Preach was just like, yeah, I don't want you to mess it up. That girl calling Lila that girl. Uh, <laughs> and they ended up doing a study hall kickback. <laughs> yeah. How I, much I was... studying does Coop need? <laughs> I guess she needed a lot because she did it she's a lot. Been, uh, all the extras in that scene. They've been they've been helping her with her schoolwork for the last four or five episodes. Seriously, like the past six episodes, they've been helping her with her studying. And I'm like, actually just have, the beginning of the school year because legit. Uh, and she was did we talk class. about this? They had all these extras coming out of nowhere, and I'm like, we can't get a party scene, but we have yeah. this study hall kickback where all these randoms are here from for Coop. Exactly. Um, and, and one of the randoms being Carrie. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, Carrie and Liv. Obviously, Liv is like, you know, telling Carrie about she's confiding in Carrie. Uh, and you know. Because she probably feels, you know, more so alone um, recently. Uh, mm-hmm. And we see that. Did you did you actually notice this? That Layla asked Carrie about her parents. Did you notice that? Yes, I did. When I went back and watched it the second time, I did. Same. Notice. I was just like, ooh, I didn't catch this. But she did ask yep. about her parents. Layla wasn't just like... Uh, she wasn't just like lackadaisically going along like I originally thought. She did have some questions, but uh, they just didn't stick. No red flags. <laughs> no red flags. No red flags. What were your thoughts on that? I know you had some thoughts on that. Um, I, I don't know. Just uh, I guess the part where 
this is probably a little bit later i can't remember um when she's get, got the missed calls from her mom mm-hmm. yeah and i'm like hmm are her parents crazy or is she yeah is it was she just so where she's supposed to be <laughs> it was so weird and it makes me think that or like that she's running for her parents because layla specifically asked about her parents um and then she said i'm obsessed with coop uh who's obsessed with (laughs) (laughs) like and apparently she hadn't even met coop so layla was just like oh you just want to meet coop and i'm like no one is that (laughs) hype for coop's music yeah this is gonna be very her that that character is gonna be very interesting it was giving me mysterious and it was giving me the feels that i got at the end of last episode which is like we gotta watch out for you yeah we gotta sleep with she she has to sleep with one eye open she does she really really does she really really does uh and then I know this is at the ending, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Uh, Preach getting a daughter. <laughs> yeah. So many people thought this, and I'm going to be honest, I was one of those people. I really thought, I didn't, okay, I didn't see the little girl at first, but I thought Preach was about to get shot. Like, just seeing him, like, come out of the car. <laughs> oh, I already knew what she wanted. When she walked up to him and she was real sassy. I was like, I already know what she's going to say. I'm your, because I said it, I was sitting there watching the TV by my husband and I said it before she said it, I'm your daughter. <laughs> I, I knew she was going to be the daughter too once I saw that it was a little girl, but like, wait, but cause there was a couple seconds where Preach was just standing there by himself and I was just like, is this man going to get shot? <laughs> Obviously, I hope he traumatized I hope he us. So now anytime a character oh, is alone, you're just like, <laughs> I hope they don't, I hope they don't do anything to preach this season i don't think they will i think preach okay. is gonna be fine you know he has he has a whole daughter to take care of now <laughs> <laughs> well and then i'm i'm then i thought about it and i'm like well what if mo is just playing games and she's just trying to distract him you know what if she's a decoy or something that's a good point that's a good point we'll talk about that when we get to that yeah, yeah. Okay. um last point on this i just found it funny that layla said you poured so much into us coop that we wanted to thank you i'm like what what has she poured? <laughs> that girl don't do nothing <laughs> goodbye they always give layla those lines and it's like exactly uh, stop having her out here looking no, no that that didn't happen <laughs> legitimately i just don't i don't understand oh, yeah that's okay going back to what you were asking about carrie Mm-hmm. and you said what did you think about that carrie said uh you you need to give your friendship with coop more credit than you're yeah. doing and, and it's like well what friendship really i mean they study together no no study together yeah they study together they study, they study together. together okay yeah. um but what friendship i mean i don't <laughs> i don't that know that's interesting that the i can see a friendship just because i'm like at least you know before i remember last season layla was just like oh coop you're the only one who's like treating me normally um after she got out of rehab and then that's when they started working on music together or whatever but it's not like a deep friendship i guess i'm looking at it as coop may be her friend but she's not coop's friend She's just Coop's business partner. 
that's kind of how I'm looking You mean at like it. Coop just views her as a business partner? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like poured so much into us. Like, ma'am, <laughs> you do more for her than she does for you. Uh, way more. <laughs> way more. And I'm like, Coop doesn't care about anybody but Coop. And on occasion, yeah. Patience and Spencer. Yeah. On occasion. I, I agree with that. And, and, and this is she her head has gotten swollen with the whole True. I need my name bigger on the shirt and you know they're gonna be listening to my name and my name and lights and blah blah blah. Ma'am. Like <laughs> right. doing the most for no several reason. seats. <laughs> and now Carrie's talking about I'm so obsessed with her. Like, no, no, I'm not doing that today. You're the you only don't. one. <laughs> you don't last so mm-hmm. I can say that. <laughs> oh my gosh i cannot with goop um yeah that was really that was interesting for sure Mm -hmm. i was gonna say something and i for oh last point on the whole layla and carrie thing didn't coop tell layla the exact same thing like you're not getting giving but instead of it being about coop it was obviously it was about uh live like you're not giving your friendship with Liv enough credit. I I feel she like did. that's like a verbatim line. Yeah, I noticed that. She, and again, like she did say that. I I don't know where they're going with Layla, like with that and with these characters saying these things to her. Because I when I heard that line, I thought about the similar things that I thought about when you know Spencer, in my opinion, was like mansplaining Black Joy to to Liv is like, why are you, I don't know, like, why are we having these characters have to explain things that they should already know, like, at the point that they're being explained to? Um, I don't know, and they're always just like, oh, you're right, like, that does make sense. And it's always, like, the the women characters, I don't know, it's just, maybe it's just me. Is it just me, Kendra? It's, it's, uh, and it's like that uh, part where, um coop told in was it previous episode or the episode before that where he she told um layla that with guilt you either gotta do something do something positive with it or let it go yeah um so i don't i don't know i don't yeah it's just they i'm because that they've now had two people say this to layla i'm curious to see, like, in regards to her friendships, I'm curious to see what what happens in the next couple of episodes. And we'll talk about all of the wonderful uh, descriptions that we've gotten in photos and stuff uh, when we get to the predictions part. But, oh. yeah, there's, there's some interesting stuff there. And, obviously, the biggest storyline was the Spencer recruitment storyline where, you know, Spence was back okay. on his season one. <laughs> okay, so... You said someone I'm ready had, to talk about this. Yeah, one. someone had pointed this out, and I read this early this morning. I just happened to be reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, read it in a couple places. So the guy, the recruiter guy at the beginning, Rio. Yeah, Manny. I think <laughs> his real name is Manny. Apparently, he said something similar to what Frosto said to Billy earlier this season about helping raise two younger siblings or something Mm, yeah so I didn't know if that was any 
if there was any connection with those two. Interesting. Could be. Could be. Um, but wouldn't Prosto like know that he has like a family member? <laughs> yeah, he would know. Yeah, but that is interesting. And to that point, getting back to shouting out the writer once again, and and also the actor, is that like that whole dialogue where he was just telling Spencer about like how he grew up and you know what he did growing up. It just rolled off the tongue like it didn't feel forced. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just I enjoyed that. Like it felt real. It felt authentic. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and Spencer is back on his season one. Yeah. <laughs> AKA putting a lot of pressure on himself. He's, you know, had some meetings with recruiters. There's been no official offers. And so he comes. He calls his teammates kids. Yeah. This man. That's <laughs> one of his preaching moments. <laughs> Literally, like, what are you talking about, kids? That I hate. That is honestly, that is one of my pet peeves. And I need to like mark that down because I never know what to answer for that question. Like, what's your pet peeve? But one of my pet peeves is definitely when you're like a year older than someone and you're just like, oh, these <laughs> like goodbye. <laughs> that is uh I clearly got under my skin, <laughs> but uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. Uh, we'll see where this goes. Um, I have a feeling he's going to get more offers. I don't think that's going to be, I mean, he took it because it was the only one available, <laughs> but. <laughs> Why you coming for Spencer? You yeah, said, oh, you don't got no more offers, so. And he was happy, but you know, this man had tears. He was. He did. He did. But I think there's going to be either another offer or. Yeah, there's for sure going to be more offers. I feel like the offers are going to start pouring in. Like that was the, what is it? But I, the, the breaking of the dam or the straw that broke the camel's back, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's why they did that to kind of, kind of like you said, move the story that he got an actual offer because he's been whining every <laughs> last yeah four episodes about not having an offer. and in talk like, <laughs> seriously in talking about that it's been so interesting because we have chris missing once again yeah we never get like the full like the actors who actually have storylines in the scenes with the football like, they're never there all at the same time i will be shocked if everybody is accounted for uh during like come which this is a prediction but when they make it to the championship championships which i'm sure they will uh, I hope so. but like if we can get um chris frosto uh what is it jabari the female kicker like yes. Nani, like if Where we could get them all in one place <laughs> at one time that would be amazing because i don't think that they've all been there like thus far <laughs> there's always like one missing um yeah Spencer was being intense and Chris was missing so they had a backup QB and he was just like listen don't trust this dude give it all to me I'm gonna put you on my back just hand me the ball this man it was fun to see it was fun to see season one Spencer. yeah um yeah and then obviously the Cam Dane mess because Westlake didn't kneel. And so Spencer was upset about that on top of what happened with Jordan. And he got his little payback. We finally got the scene where Dane um, 
where Dane got knocked out by Spencer, which I'm surprised the ref didn't call anything. I was waiting for it. I, I was too. And he didn't. Uh, <laughs> I almost thought I was watching a real game. Yeah. Like, Man, yeah. that was a hard hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the funny thing is, it's just like, they've been, some, somebody on Twitter said, this is so true. They were just like, Spencer really came to Crenshaw and it's been nothing but trouble since. Like, <laughs> really dragging Crenshaw. They're always in these like nail biter games. Like, <laughs> it's always, it's always a struggle to get the win for Crenshaw. But um, yeah, Coach Billy Baker talking about some, my advice is to be special. That's been one of the things that's been interesting to watch this season is to see how Coach Montez coaches versus Billy. Because Coach mm-hmm. Montez actually coaches and Billy just he, says right. things. Yeah, he's got these catchphrases and feel good. Literally. I'm like, have I ever <laughs> heard Billy quotes. actually talk about like running plays or certain positions? or? You know what? You're right. And yep. you know what is that's very real because I'm sure uh you know female coach has to be you know has to like sort of like yes. prove their knowledge of yes. things whereas men can just say things like be special and it's yep. okay yep which you know gotta get, get that out and yes yeah so Spencer's hero complex was in superhero complex was in full effect but then he realized and your little tweet about Spencer X. <laughs> <laughs> yep he makes a speech every episode every episode and talking about how they're kids and it should be fun and all that um which he was which i was just like is spencer angry because it's coop's birthday did you get that sense or what did you think about that uh no no i thought it was i thought it was about football yeah i I thought so too. There was there were a couple moments like when he had that flashback where I was just like, maybe he's just really sad because he's thinking about what Coop's 18th birthday meant and he's thinking about Sean. Like it's about the recruitment process and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's also about like Sean and, and Coop and that friendship and you know, Sean not being alive for his 18th and, and stuff like that. So it was just interesting. But Anyway, he ended up putting his team his team's needs before his own, which now that I think about it is actually a good connection and segue to what he ended up doing for Coop, which is he put Coop's needs sort of before his own. He, right. you know, brought Patience back early. Patience is finally back. I'm that so means happy. Coop is out of our hairs. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need somebody to keep at Coop and check and patience. Literally, and patience <laughs> is going to keep Coop in check. We love that patience. Wait till back. she finds out though, because well, well, she. I'm sure she already knows. I'm sure she knows. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. About her and Spencer. Does who, she know about who and Spencer? About uh, Coop and Spencer, or yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I feel Spencer. like Coop has told her. Coop has had to tell her. If she hasn't, then Coop's being a trash girlfriend again. Um, but yeah, I'm sure patience knows. Uh, but it was, it was, I'm not going to lie. It was cute to see Spencer do that stuff for Coop and then like watch from the sidelines. I wish he had gone in, but I knew he wasn't going to. Yeah. Priest kind of looked at him like, I see you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was just a cute, I don't, like a proud friend moment. And again, like that's what brought us back to like I don't like the nostalgia of season one it felt maybe that's it it felt like a very nostalgic episode 
Yeah, it did. Uh, just in terms of everything that we saw between. And I, yeah, go ahead. I noticed though, Coop has been different since the fallout. Because mm. she's usually hyper, and even That's when true. she's interact, she has been a lot more mellow. And I don't mean the Spencer type of, you know, demeanor. Yeah, that she's but had just like chill, almost down at points, almost like too too focused on being perfectionistic. I'm thinking of like when she told Layla, like we gotta get these beats right, and blah 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 blah. And, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's I a think- good point. Now that Patience is back, and I think once her and Spencer become, you know, friends again, again yeah, then uh, I think we'll start to see a little bit of the kind of funny, hyper, <laughs> you know, because she's really a drag right now. <laughs> she is. She is. And this is a, a good, um, good segue to the predictions. Thank you for listening to Film Study and All American Podcast. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode review and stay tuned for our next predictions videos where we're gonna Kendra and I are gonna talk about episode fifteen and sixteen. So uh get excited. <laughs>